Hello and welcome to The Cute Life, um, episode 19. I'm Finley and... I'm Ollie. Yeah, hello. 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 We're back for another episode. Another thrilling episode. (laughs) (laughs) The twists and turns, what will we talk about this week? Of the, the hottest podcast. Oh my god, it's so hot, everybody. Not in terms of popularity. <laughs> Just in sweatiness. Just in the actual uh, genuine heat. Oh god, we're melting. It's so hot. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure everyone's sick about hearing about how hot it is in England at the moment, but it's fucking hot. It's so hot. I can't, I've given up wearing bras. I can only wear one dress because it's the only one that doesn't make me want to rip all my clothes off my body because it's so <laughs> hot. Um, I'd take my socks off in the office. Yeah. Not nice for my colleagues, but you know, <laughs> my feelings had to come before theirs. And we're currently, we usually sit at our dining room table to record uh, the podcast, but we're both so exhausted because you know how the heat just makes you feel tired. Um, we got back from taking Tova for a walk, which was a stressful experience because she ended up starting fight with another dog, which is always not very pleasant. Um, and then when we got back, we felt so tired that we've had to lie on the sofa, and so that's where we are now. Like the normal down to our people, we are we had to adjourn from the dining room into the sitting room to record our podcast. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just funny. Is anyway, <laughs> most people have dining rooms and sitting rooms, darling. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, did you have a good weekend, Finley? If you can remember it. Oh, fuck, it's such a long time ago. I don't remember what happened. What did happen? Oh, on Saturday, uh, I feel like we did DIY. Did we do DIY? Yep. What did we do? Oh, you peeled the kitchen floor off. Mm, dream the... job. <laughs> yeah, it's not right. I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, the peeling of the floor. Um, and then... Our friend Ray, Rhiannon, came down on Sunday and we hung out with her, cooked her lunch and went out for some drinks. Meandered around the pubs of Hastings. Yeah, she came to visit from Landon um, and hasn't seen the, our new house yet, so we were showing her, showing off our pad, our slightly shabby, our shab pad, falling apart house, um, <laughs> which is, yeah. I don't know, it's always... It's a... only falling apart if you look at the bad bits. Yeah. <laughs> if, you look at, if you only look at the good bits. If you look at the good bits, if I've painted white and made to look nice, then it looks like a fairly okay home. <laughs> um, just don't go in the bathroom or the basement or the kitchen um, or the hallway. But please look around the sitting room. Please feel free to look all around the sitting room. <laughs> it's an absolute delight. Right, do you want me to tell you a story? Yes, please. Because I might I, fall asleep. I feel like you're very tired and I think like a story might help. Um, I mean, what, it might send me to sleep, I think. Not when you hear this tale. This isn't a normal rural countryside tale. Right. This story comes from the United States of America. Wow. <laughs> Ever heard of it? No. Well, we said, we know you don't know the geography of it, that's for sure. I don't. Even though I sell loads of work to the US, I still can't get a grip of the states and things. I'm, I don't know. It'd be entertaining if I could do that. Maybe I should try, like, off the top of my head doing that. I mean, obviously not on the podcast, because, I mean... <laughs> it's a bit of a visual medium. The most boring thing to listen to. But no, trying to guess all the states. 
I feel... I feel like most Americans can do that, so I don't know what hope I have. I don't know. If I couldn't even do the counties in England. Yeah, but that's the thing, is if you can't do counties in England, I imagine most Americans wouldn't be able to do all of the states. No. There seems to be a lot of them. There's a whole load of them, then. Yeah. Where's Illinois? Fuck oh, knows, mate. I was going to ask you that later in the podcast, but you've already proved you don't know. Were you? Why? Uh, just to relate. Is this to... where this is set? No, I don't know where this oh, is Oh, I'm set. looking over his shoulder don't... and it says the sun, so <laughs> I don't Excuse know. Excuse me, you are not to look over this. Okay, sorry, sorry, okay. sorry. This is in Iowa, Finlay. Do you know where that is? Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. What do you reckon? South? Midwest? I hear that's a thing. South Midwest. Is that what it is? No. It's a Midwestern US state. Midwestern. Wait, did I get that right? I fucking got that right. I fucking got that right. Oh my fuck. Everyone, gather round. I just got something right. I got a geography question right. And what is Iowa's nickname? Oh. The Hawkeye State. Oh, no, no one's ever heard of that. Nobody's ever heard of that. Anyway, can I regale you with my story? Why is it called the Hawkeye State? I don't know. That's not interesting. Anyone who lives in Iowa, can you write and tell us why it's called the Hawkeye State? Because I want to know. So Does it look like a Hawkeye? <laughs> what is it perfectly? Holly's rolling, <laughs> rolling his eyes at me. Dark question. <laughs> Uh, so I actually read this story originally on a normal new website, but okay. then I found that the Suns version was slightly more thrilling. <laughs> of course it is. It's the Sun. So they just... like to embellish and don't care for the truth, really, do they? Just like me. Uh, right. I'm gonna... And big titted women, <laughs> <laughs> just like you. How rude. <laughs> well, that's a lie because I've got small boobies. Nobody heard him scream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The remains of supermarket worker, aged 25, found in an 18-inch gap behind freezer as cops say he lay undiscovered after an accident 10 years ago. Oh. My. God. What? 10 years? So, Is he a shriveled mummy? So 10 years ago... Was he just frozen? Oh my God. This guy, Larry... Oh my God, can you pass the tonic water? I need to wet my whistle. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, thank you. So this guy, Larry... Yeah. had been reported missing by his parents mm. in 2009. Basically, they had an argument and he left the house. And got in a fridge? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't really know what happened. Did he but, work there then? Yes, yeah, so he worked at this place. And when he left, what did his parents say? That he didn't have... His like wallet or his phone or his car keys or anything. So it was really like he like he disappeared. Yeah. And it was like he committed suicide because that's what people do when they commit suicide, right? Because they don't care. They don't need. They're not going anywhere. But they often find people when they commit suicide, don't they? Yeah, but I think that I think a lot of them they don't. I mean, look at that um, forest in Japan where it's. Like, yeah, yeah, people true. just go to commit suicide and they find bodies hanging there all the time that have been there for months and months or years. Anyway, let me, let, I'll give you some of the facts. Okay. Decomposing human remains found in an 18-inch gap behind a supermarket freezer have been identified as an employee who was reported missing 10 years ago. 
Workers discovered the body of Larry Eli Murillo Moncada, 25, while removing shelves and freezers from a no-frills supermarket in Iowa, USA. Council, Bl- Council Bluff Police Captain Todd Wedham, what a sentence, said that his parents' DNA was used to help confirm his identity. Um, Wedham told reporters that at the time, Murillo was acting irrationally okay. when he left the house. Right. But so over the 10 years, the trail turned cold, despite checks with other law enforcement agencies, nearby detention centres and US immigration officials, there have been no sightings of him. When he disappeared, there was a snowstorm and he had run from the home with no shoes, no socks, no keys and no car. Oh my God. He must have been in a right state. Poor guy. Although he wasn't working at the day that, on the day he went missing, no frills management, no frills at the supermarket, okay. said it was an unusual staff to visit the supermarket when not scheduled to work. Mm-hmm. Investigate this is so So they just loved working at supermarkets exactly. so much they went there on the days off, Invest- said nobody. <laughs> Investigators believe that he entered the shop after fleeing home, climbed on top of the freezer and accidentally fell into the narrow gap where he became trapped. What? That seems unlikely to But me. how narrow... What? <laughs> no. what? At what time was this? Did they know that? Because surely someone would have... He must have screamed or something. The noise from could... the units would have covered any cry for help. Oh my God. That is horrible. Um, That's horrifying. So Imagine being it's... stuck behind a freezer until you died. Former shoppers have gone to social media to comment on his death saying that they had noticed a horrible smell by the coolers in the supermarket. Wait, because I thought it was, like, in the freezer, but it was behind, it was the, behind freezer. the freezer. So why did nobody smell the decaying body? Rosemary Richards on Facebook wrote, I shot there all the time and it smelled horrible. I even asked the butcher one time if the back area was dirty with dry blood from cutting the meat, which is a really uh, weird thing Why would anyone like... shop in this place? <laughs> which it sounds a... like a hellhole. <laughs> it's a really weird thing to say to a butcher. Um, and he said, no, it was really clean. It uh, smelled for a long time. Uh, well, that place is going out of business. Nobody's going to shop there. It has, it has gone out of business. Okay, now. big surprise. Someone else wrote in all caps, we went there once and the smell was so strong back there by the coolers that it made me sick. I had to leave. Never went back again. Uh, uh, and then one so final gross. comment. I always thought it smelled like something had died back there. Nice one, Wendy Christo. Not very... Uh, That's so... Oh yeah, it's not very... Um, not very friendly, is it? No. But yeah. So that's the story of a man who Fell was behind a missing for 10 years. Don't you think that sounds suspicious, though? Oh Why would he God, climb I'm... on top of the freezers and slide down the back? I don't know. You'll never know. Did they not have CCTV? Like, 10 years ago, we had CCTV in shops, didn't we? I don't know. I... This may be entirely incorrect, but I always get the feeling that CCTV is less prevalent in America than it is in England. But maybe I just read that somewhere. It might not actually be true. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've heard that as well. Like, that we're the most CCTV'd nation. I think so. Mm. Especially, I mean, I think probably places like New York and stuff probably have a lot of CCTV. But I think, yeah, maybe in rural Iowa. 
I'm not sure. The Hawkeye State. Yeah, I'm not sh- sure how. Not living up to its nickname, though. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not sure how I feel about like being watched all the time. Because on one hand, if anything happened to me, I'd very much approve of the CCTV. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, it does feel like you're being spied on constantly. Yeah. No, it's a bit of a it's a it's a double edged one because. On one hand, it's... Very that, big brother. Yeah, there's that argument that if you're not doing anything wrong, then why would you mind being watched? Yeah. But then that's a whole... Opening a whole can of worms because where do they stop watching you? Yeah. You might be watching us now, then. But that's unlikely. I doubt it. Talking of watching things. Yeah. Watch the documentary. Yeah. Called Minding the Gap. Oh yeah, the one you told me about, the skateboarding one. Uh, yeah, well, it's it starts with skateboarding. It's not really about skateboarding. Um, it's yeah. about people's lives. Yeah, so this is a documentary. It was made by this guy called Bing Liu, uh, who was born in 1989. Same age as us, then. That's disturbing. Um, and... He made this documentary called Minding the Gap, where basically when he was a little kid, like 15, him and his mates would all film each other skateboarding. And then as he got older, he got more into filmmaking and continued to film them. So it's this sort of 12-year following of their lives. What was that film, Boyhood, a bit like that? Yeah, a little bit. But it's really interesting because it starts with the skateboarding, but then very quickly sort of moves on to him uh, sort of reflecting on the town they live in which is this rust belt town in Rockford Illinois oh no the town is Rockford in Illinois and then he sort of looks at wait where was the other place you were talking about Iowa oh you're going through eyes I'm going through all the eye states that's the that's my news for this week. I state news, <laughs> um, and then but basically it gets on to really on to like domestic violence in America. Ooh, and it's just so interesting. It's so well done, and don't be put off by the fact that skateboarding in it. If that is the kind of thing that puts you off things, although I love stuff about skateboarding, so I'd really um. You'd be all right with it. Yeah. But if you don't care in the slightest about it, which a lot of people don't, and don't feel like put off by it, it's really, really interesting. And it's just so it's him, and it's it's focusing mainly on two of his friends, and it's just how they're trying to leave this town, where their life is going, how how they were brought up, and both beaten by their parents when they were growing up has affected them, mm. and it's just so interesting. But yeah, he so he made this film. This is his first ever film, and he's won some like crazy awards for it. Barack Obama said it was one of his favorite films of two thousand and eighteen. Holy shit! Which is pretty good. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. Cool. And it, uh, if if you live in England, it's on BBC iPlayer at the moment for free for a couple of months. Oh, amazing! See, I want to watch it while I work, but I feel like that's going to be a distracting one for me because I need to like not contemplate on it i would watch it again so i'll watch it with you oh i watched it on the train yeah cool um well 
I've just been watching the OC still. Yes, that's true. Um, then I went through a mermaid phase and watched Splash, then The Little Mermaid, the Disney version. Um, I don't know whether there is a mother version, actually. I don't know why I said that. Which actually, in hindsight, not a very good film. It was when I was little. Did, have Disney done a real life version of it yet? They're making it at the moment and it's done like it's... It went, um, what's the word, viral because um, they cast um, Ariel and I can't remember who it is, but um, so basically they're trying to um, cast an ethnically diverse um, cast mm. for once. Um, so Ariel is, I don't know what her name is. I've it, never actually heard Is of it her. Keanu Reeves? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Little Mermaid. I don't that you're searching this on Twitter. I've never seen anyone search for results on Twitter before. Like I not. Oh, here we are. Normally people Google it. Halle Bailey, which is very... I got confused and thought it was Halle Berry. And I was like, well, she's too old to play Ariel, surely. Because she's supposed to be a 16-year-old girl. Is that how old she's meant to be? Yeah, she's supposed to be 16, yeah. Yeah, Halle Berry. Great actress, obviously. Probably I don't know who... Old. What? No. Is Harry Styles playing um, thingy? Don't get too wrapped up in this, Fenley. Sorry. No but I think it's really good casting. scrolling through Twitter for hours. I think it's really good casting. I think she'll make... She, apparently, she's got a lovely voice and um, she's really beautiful. And I can see her with, like, really love... She'd look really lovely with the red hair. And, so yeah. did people not like this or were they No, okay people fucking loved it. Oh, people loved it. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, really good. And then they're saying that they... Um, I saw a lot of people were saying that they should cast... Um, what the fuck is his name? Prince... Ah, uh, people are going to be screaming at me from the void. Oh, fuck's sake. Eric, Eric, Prince Eric. Um, <laughs> in the cartoon, he's obviously a white man because it's always a white man. Um, but people are saying that they should cast it as um, like an Asian prince. There's, there's not really... I Does mean, Prince Eric live under the sea as well? No, he's on land, babe. That's the whole like plot of the film. I she's see. a mermaid and he's human. <laughs> I thought he was like Prince of <laughs> the Sea. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Have you not seen it? Um, the Little Mermaid? You no. You know the concept of it, though. I know the concept. Surely. I know there's a lady with red hair. I don't know what happens in the film. You're a heathen. At what point in my male life would I be like, better sit down and watch The Little Mermaid? I don't know, when you were little. You I might watch You little. had a little sister, surely yeah, she got, watched it. Yeah, but I've got a terrible memory, I can't remember. Oh, I suppose. Well, anyway, yeah, so people are saying that they um, want an Asian prince because there's a lot of like, um, well, like with Black Panther and stuff that I feel like, um, yeah, black people are being more, um, casting more things um, obviously, everyone can improve, um, but yeah, it's Asian. Better representation, lack... but exactly. The lack for Asian. Asian, yeah. But then they did announce that. Um... Oh, my mind is not working, so I'm so tired. <sighs> Akira is going to be an all Asian cast, which is. Yeah, that, that was the one where they were going to cast Keanu Reeves as a 16 year old Asian boy. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, we all love Keanu Reeves, but... I mean, I love Keanu Reeves, but he's not a 16-year-old, is he? And he's not really an actor who plays different... He just plays himself, doesn't he? Yeah, well, I assume so. I don't know him personally. 
I mean, that's true. Unless, yeah, maybe the person that Keanu Reeves is always in his films just isn't like him at all, but for some reason he's just really typecast as that. <laughs> I think that's unlikely, though. Yeah. He seems to be like he is in his Oh, no, I think everyone says he's really chill. Was it you who told me that um, he just, like, lives in quite a modest house and... I know he rides Subway everywhere, doesn't he? I think sort he lives in a around. modest house... By celebrity By standards. celebrity standards. I don't think he's in, like... He doesn't a... have a helicopter pad and a, a jacuzzi on no. the roof or I don't, somewhere. yeah, but I also don't think it's, like, a studio flat in the shit part of town. Well, I'm not a... Su- yeah, I'm, I wouldn't stretch that far, but... If he really wanted to be humble, that's where he'd live. <laughs> um, do you want to hear my cute thing this week? Please. Right, I had to change my cute thing because... My cute original cute thing was um, that a sim- on a similar topic. So my cute thing this week is that did you know that wombats are the only animal in the world to poo cube shaped? No, no I one knew that. I didn't know that either, and I thought it was bull crap. Yeah. But oh my god, aren't they cute? Don't you want one? They look like Tova, like fat little pigs. <laughs> That's their poo. Oh my god. So it's like. You know, when you were at school and you used to have bread and you'd make it into cubes instead of like little (laughs) dice? So specific. Yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. But like, it's kind of a mystery as to why they poo like that. Like, um, this research scientist, like, um, looks into it and she thinks that it's because how their intestines are shaped that it, like, moulds the poo like that when it goes through the intestine. That's insane. I know. Wow. Isn't it cool? Um, but I came across this because my original cute thing was that echidnas, and I can't, like, podcast listeners will remember that I talked about echidnas in a previous episode, but um, I read that echidnas um, poo, glittery poo. Excuse me. Yeah, so then I started looking up this. Wow, you've done so much poo research. I know, so much poo research, everyone. Um, and I just couldn't find anything on it, so I just assumed it was bullshit. Well, I think what they mean is that um, what I found out was they've got a lot of... Um, no, lots. they eat lots of ants and stuff, and so like their shells are all uh. in their poo, so I th- assume that is what makes it glittery, quote-unquote, but it's not technically glittery, is it? No, it's I just... want like rainbow sparkles. Yeah, exactly. I found out another poo fact, animal Jesus poo fact. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, a ko- koala poo mm. um, smells very pleasant, because it just smells, they, all they eat is a eucalyptus, so it just smells like eucalyptus. Wow. Maybe we should put Dover on a strictly eucalyptus diet then. <laughs> Do us all a favour. I was thinking they make you like, I don't know, if an Australian felt like doing so, maybe they could make some like a fortune on making incense out of koala poo. It sounds like something a celebrity. So you just, just set this little turd on fire, leave it in your sitting yeah, room? Yeah, I feel like that's like something like celebrities would get into, wouldn't it? You could put like one in your bathroom, like invigorate your skin. <laughs> Like the hottest thing. <laughs> Isn't there a coffee that is eaten? Where yeah, they get by the coffee those beans? monkey. Well, they're not monkeys, are they? They're like mongoose. Yeah, I believe. And they eat the coffee beans, and it compresses them in their intestines, and, and then the flavour stronger. Yeah, poo them out. Poo them out, grind them up. Are they really expensive? 
I mean, I would imagine so. It sounds, See? Sounds... There you go. There's a whole market in this. Koala poo. This is where we make our fortune, Oliver. Yeah. Give up your day job. Fly okay. to Australia. Get a sack out and collect as much as we can. Try and make it back through customs without <laughs> declaring it. And quids in, mate. Quids in. I feel like <laughs> if I did succeed, I could be easily undercut by someone who lived oh, in shit. Australia. What if we've got Australian listeners who are like listening to this and going to steal my idea? Copyright, copyright. Is that how copyright works? Just come to us like Dragon's Den. <laughs> no, we'll... we've got to go to them. No, they come to us and they give us 10% of their business. <laughs> no, but this is my idea. Yeah, but you... Firstly, terrible idea. Oh my god, Australians, can you go find a koala poo, set it on fire and see if this theory works? Because I'm thinking that the desert heat, the heat in Australia, would dry out the poos nicely, so it'd be nice and dry for burning. I've actually got my uh, rural story for next week. It's just come up on my computer. Uh, It's thick Australian dies after (laughs) inhaling koala poo fumes. (laughs) Police looking for whoever gave them this stupid idea to arrest them and send them to jail forever. Ollie, gotta hide. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, well, never going to Australia again. You've never been in the first place, you dingus. (laughs) You dingo. Oh, my God, God, I'm so tired of being delirious. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like my Australian impression, by the way? That's very, very I can't say anything in an Australian accent. I can only say three things. Do you know what they are, Ollie? Spy Valley. Spy Valley. No. Uh. Uh. Beach. <laughs> wow. Jima, you're such a beach. Because I used to watch America's no Australia's Next Top Model, and I just really remember that line. Mm. Like this, these two girls had a cat. Models had a cat fight. And she's like, "Oh my god, Jima, you're such a beach." And that's the only thing I can say. Okay. And I'm not very good at that. I thought you said there were three things you could say. Oh. I've forgotten what the other ones are. <laughs> Can you say Australia? In Australia. Australia? No. <laughs> Australia? No. no. You have to go up at the end. Like a question. Yeah. My sister used to my sister lived there for like a year and a half and she came back and it's so weird when like um that your English friends go and live in Australia because when they come back like they have a slight Australian twang. Like I remember my friend Matt, he moved there and I was talking to him on the phone once and he kept like doing it and like going up at the end and it got to the point where I was like you can like stop taking the piss now like and oh, what you thought he was just doing yeah, it as a joke tonight was, yeah I thought he was doing it as a joke but turns out mm. it was a real deal yeah yeah a lot of people move to Australia yeah too hot for me yeah this is just like normal weather for them yeah take this in their stride I'd like to go swimming in the shops so that's the only reason I'd like to visit and I've got my friend there I'd like to visit her. That's good enough. Two reasons to go. Why not hop on a 24 hour flight? Is that what it takes? Yeah, it's just the flight's so expensive and there are so many other places I'd much rather visit, so it's kind of always like last on my list. And like the main thing I want to do in my life is swim with great white sharks, um, with a cage, obviously. I'm not nuts. Um, and you can do it in South Africa. I think you can do it somewhere in america that it's less likely you'll see them um south africa is the best place to see them australia and mexico on an island called guadalupe i think it's called 
I mean, that's where you can see that massive great white. Mm. You don't care, do you? Mm, no. <laughs> but see, I'd much rather go to Mexico than Australia. Well, I suppose the problem with Australia is, because it's literally on the other side of the world from the UK, anywhere you want to go is closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so if you flew away. there, everything you passed on the way, you'd be like, those are those places I wanted to go. Yeah, that's less far and it's cheaper. Yeah. So, sorry, Australia. <laughs> I keep whacking Ollie because he keeps fiddling with his... I touched the chair accidentally with my foot and got punched in the knee <laughs> by my aggressive wife. <laughs> yeah. So, you got anything else you want to recommend or talk about? Uh, we started watching Stranger Things, didn't we? Yeah, I like it. Do you? Yeah. I'm not so keen on this series. Well, I mean, like all things, it should have stopped us at the first series. Yeah, really. I just think it's a bit like... I don't know. There's not much where the second series is better than the first series, is there? No, not really. Game of Thrones. Everything was worse than the first series. Mm. Killing Eve. Didn't even bother watching the Oh my god, second Killing series. Eve. Sorry everyone who was involved in Killing Eve, i.e. our friend. Um... Yeah, just really, I couldn't even... It just got so stupid. Well, I mean, she didn't write it. She was just doing the set design, so... Yeah. The set design continued to be flawless oh, throughout Second Series. Oh, my God, Jess, it was fantastic. It was a masterpiece, wonderful piece of art. The storytelling, on the other hand, was just... It's just really ridiculous. Like, it just went, like, crazy. It was just, like, make no sense. It's just OTT. Just couldn't get on board with it. We tried. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything that's the second series is better than the first series. I can't think of anything. Fargo, maybe? Yeah, maybe. That was very good. Yeah. I think that's the thing, though, is that it's, it always seems to just go downhill slightly, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is... But then you do want more of things, so you'd be disappointed if everything just ended after one series. Yeah. But you never know. We also watched the documentary about them going to the moon for the 50th anniversary. <gasps> oh my god, we have to talk about that. That was amazing, although it didn't make me cry like twice. I don't know what it is to do with moon, but it really upsets me. You have a very visceral reaction to the moon, <laughs> particularly leaving the moon. Oh my god. I Do you got... think it's from watching Wallace and Gromit when you yes, were younger? Yes, 100%. Did anyone watch that, Wallace and Gromit? It was... Um... The first ever one where they went to the moon because the moon was made out of cheese and Wallace had run out of cheese. And then when they were on the moon, there was this weird robot there. And then Gromit kind of like was freaked out by him. And then they had to leave him all on his own. And he was really sad because he just wanted to go to a, the earth and go skiing. Um, so and then we watched a documentary like about 10 years ago about <laughs> how the moon buggy got left up on the moon that wasn't even what the documentary about that was like a side point to oh, the documentary oh my god and so they were talking they were like we landed on the moon we did here this we took these samples we drove around in our new buggy uh obviously it's you know annoying that we have to leave the buggy behind because it costs a lot of money and then there was just this shot of the <laughs> spaceship taking off off the surface of the moon 
with the buggy just with this little buggy just getting smaller, smaller and smaller. on its own. And I looked at Finn and she I was just in hysterical. I'm like, so sad. They've left the buggy behind. And then I looked at the moon later on in that night and Way started crying. It's still up there. It's still up there. Oh, it makes me feel so sad. And then we were watching this. Oh my god. Okay, it was really good, everyone. Um, so Channel Four, because it, to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary of men, the men walking on the moon. Um, they played the a documentary of the original footage of like the news reports and like them actually walking on the moon and it was absolutely amazing. So like not, it wasn't like um, what would you describe it as? Uh, it wasn't like a documentary where they like interview people and they're talking. It was just it was like it was you were watching footage. it. It was literally like you were watching it as it was 50 years ago it was so good it was so interesting and really like sweet like they were all just so excited and it made me feel like especially in this day and age with fucking boris johnson getting in as prime minister don't get me started just feels like the whole world is going to shit and i hate it and it makes me feel upset and this documentary it was just so lovely because they were like it was just all the people they interviewed from all over the world were so excited for the Americans and they didn't care that it was the Americans who got there first. They were just happy and they were like, you know, it's brought the whole world together and it was just so lovely and it made me feel kind of sad as well because it was just like those people had so much like hope for yeah. Earth and One of the, the sorry that... state of fucking things at the moment it's just ridiculous one of the things that was interesting about the documentary as well is that they were saying there was this so we see there was buzz and uh neil mm-hmm. who actually walked on the moon but then there was the other guy collins who flew up them flew up to the moon with them on the spaceship but then he stayed in orbit around the moon while they went down or was he in orbit around the earth no he's in orbit around the moon okay i'm pretty sure yeah and it was really interesting because you never really hear about him, but then this documentary talks about him quite a lot. And they were saying that actually his situation was horrible because one of the riskiest parts was obviously them going and landing on the moon, getting out and then flying back up to meet him. And he just had these instructions that, you know, if they landed, if they landed on the moon and their spaceship broke, he just had to turn around and just fly back to Earth on his Leave own. Leave his friends, and like, to die. And they were, like, the really good friends who'd all been training together. And it's just, like, that is so horrible that he just had to be there. He must have been... And they've got this, like, audio recording of him, and he's just, like, sort of going back. I guess they bring him back to base, but I don't think he was just on the telephone. Radioing back, mm. probably. And just being like, oh, are they okay? Like, what's happening? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You can tell he's obviously quite nervous. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, and the other thing I thought was interesting is that, yeah, like, I think Neil Armstrong was only 38. Yeah. Which is actually pretty young. Yeah. I don't know how old I expected him to be in my mind. No. But, you know. It, but also it's interesting that, you know, in eight years, maybe I'll be on the moon. Mm. If I take a different career path now. Okay. Well, you better get cracking. Well, physically I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me? No comment. <laughs> Just need to find that spaceship and I'll be off. Find that spaceship. I'm now left it around it somewhere. Grab my kegs. <laughs> I'm off. I can drive a car, I can drive a motorbike, ride a bicycle. 
Natural conclusion. Spaceship. Spaceship. Wait, that's what it was called. Rocket. Rocket space. Space thing. Space thing. What's a space thing? <laughs> this is the warmest podcast ever. Oh, We've God. both lost the ability to talk and think. Oh, my God. I'm, we're not even drinking. That's how hot it is, everyone. <laughs> We've just gone on to... Tonic water and ice. Raw tonic. Honestly, I no think mixer. I would just fall asleep if I had any, like, wine today. Um... Yeah, so I think we're going to cut it short. Well, the good news is, podcast-wise, next week the weather's meant to be awful. Oh, really? So we might be back to sitting with a fire lit. <laughs> God, we've got enough wood to get through, don't we? We certainly <gasps> Ollie, oh, we've got to go because I've just remembered what we have in the fridge. What do we have in the fridge? Strawberries and chocolate. Oh, well, that's it. All right, thanks for <laughs> <Bye>. listening, everyone. <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs> we'll let you know how it went down. <laughs> Um, I hope you're all surviving through this heat yeah we're sending ice lollies although I think in America they're having like thunder and lightning and heavy rain oh okay well I hope you're staying dry um, not getting electrocuted by lightning basically wherever you are wherever you are whatever weather you're having I hope it's the other weather soon All right. Said, said like a true Englishman. We should just do a weather podcast. I don't know why they bother talking about it. <laughs> too hot to wear bra. Um, sitting in fridge. Imagine how disappointed people would be when they saw that too hot to wear a bra podcast, and they're like, "Oh, I'm going to download this." It's just, <laughs> you being me. Like, I'm so sweaty. Real hot today. <laughs> Had to take my socks off. <laughs> too hot to wear a bra. <laughs> the Finley Elliot podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, oh, wait, should I do, I, I'm just going to wing this, um, mm-hmm. my artist of the week. Okay. I'm going to do, um, an artist that I feel like I talk about all the time on Instagram because I'm like literally her biggest fan, um, Eva May Adams. Have I already done her on the podcast? I don't think so. Um, she is a delight. She lives in Rye, which is quite close to Hastings. So she's East Sussex based. So shout out to my East Sussex artist crew. <laughs> um, she is like, honestly, I just feel like she's going to be big shit. So go follow her. Like, I just think she's so talented. Love all her stuff. Like everything she ever does. I'm just like, you're amazing. Like you blow my mind. She does lots of really cute things. So it's on brand. <laughs> um, she does a lot of animals and they're kind of like folk inspired folk art. Um, she does a lot of ceramics um, with um, really rich blues and... Um, yeah, she's just amazing. She did a great in- Inktober last year, which is inspired by space. Oh, oh my yeah. God, it's all coming together, everyone. Um, yeah, and I think she might even have some still for sale um, on her Etsy shop. Um, and me and Ollie have quite a few of her pieces in our home. We've got a little, she does pet portraits too. And she, we've got one of Tova up on our wall. Um, yeah, I just think she's like, absolutely amazing i really want to get a tattoo done by her but well designed by her she doesn't do tattoos although you should evie because you make a fortune um but i can't decide what i want to get like i quite want a dove um because my dad used to call my mum dove 
um, which is a mixture of darling and love. Um, so it reminds me of like being little and happy memories from my childhood. But then I also really like her bats, <laughs> just because they're great and I love a bat. Why don't you do a bat fighting a tough? <laughs> I think that might be a bit hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You could get a giant tattoo of a baby, because I always call you baby. That'd be really creepy. <laughs> um, I, but I also want to get. I want to get so many tattoos. I want to get one for our wedding as well. Maybe I could like incorporate it into design for Evie. Could you get Mrs. Place tattooed on your knuckles? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm also not getting it on my butt cheek. Thank you very much, Oliver, because I know that's going to be the next suggestion. I would never suggest anything that way. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah. What's her Instagram? Eva Mae Adams. Um, I will link her in the show notes. Go and check her out. Go buy her stuff. She's great. Wonderful. Amazing. And she's a lovely person as well. So. She's got it all. She's got it all. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see you next week when hopefully we'll be less sweaty and tired and, yeah, more invigorated. Um, yeah, so... If you got any poo facts, send them to Finn. <laughs> I'm living for poo facts at the moment. Yeah, she's on a real poo fact high. <laughs> um, if you also are watching the OC... A 15-year-old programme that no one cares about. I care about Tell it. Finn. Oh, I'm on series two now and I'm soldiering through Lindsay being in it. I bloody hate that girl. See, series two is always worse than series one. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, yeah, write in to thecutelifepodcast at gmail.com. Um, rate and review and we'll read out um, your reviews on the podcast. Um, oh, can I do it? Oh, I need to do a shout out to Heidi um or cut i think your surname is i'm sorry heidi i've forgotten it i think that's it um who um shared it on instagram the other day and said um some nice things so i just wanted to say thanks because you're lovely and i'm happy that you enjoy it (laughs) um yeah so um if you share the podcast or say anything nice i'll give you a shout out um Follow us on Instagram at Finley Elliot Portraits at Ollie Place. Do you like a fireplace? Um, I think that's it. That's it. Oh, show notes, show notes for anything we've talked about. Um, me and Ollie are off to eat strawberries and chocolate and possibly melt melt <laughs> into little puddles. Um, goodbye from two sweaty places. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.